0: We are pumped up, juiced up, rocking and rolling here on new week, fresh edition of shows on what is the hottest form of Alabama football talk. People, you know what this is. It's in my own words. With yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Live in studios, aside from Super Bowl Sunday, we are in the most exciting time when the National Football League is concerned. In terms of players getting evaluated, collegiate athletes trying to test, gauge their potential respective draft stocks, Lucas Oil Stadium will have all eyes on it this week inside Indianapolis, Indiana for the NFL Scouting Combine. Now, a number of players have already arrived on site for registration that took place on Tuesday, but the on-field events will occur either on Thursday, February 28th, or Friday, March 1st, and it will go up until Monday, March 4th. NFL Network will be airing the festivities. In terms of head coach Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide, the program was scheduled to send 11 players to the venue for the event. Unfortunately for Deontay Thompson, the number one projected safety for this draft class, will not take part in drills, will not take part in the combine due to sustaining a torn ligament in his wrist. And according to a report from NFL insider Ian Rappaport, the surgery, he had surgery on it, and the recovery time will take about six to eight weeks. So no Deontay Thompson. However, 10 players will be on site for the Crimson Tide, including the likes of Quentin Williams, defensive lineman, Jonah Williams, offensive lineman, and running back Josh Jacobs. All three players slotted to be first-round picks. To start this first segment on this new edition of shows here, I'm going to lay out my five players that have the most approved. My five guys that have the most approved in the combine. And starting this off at number five, as we go from five to one, we look at cornerback Savion Smith. At 6'1, 200 pounds, the native of Tampa, Florida, had a decent year, 2018. His lone season with the Crimson Tide could have been a whole lot better, though. The 2018 season, we're looking at 60 tackles, finished sixth on the team, five pass breakups, three interceptions, a team high, and one touchdown. There were one to two matchups in 2018 to where when you looked at Savion. And the way he played what went through my mind was if he can sustain this type of effort if he can sustain this type of consistency if he can sustain this type of performance then maybe probably possibly there's hope for him he could potentially be a mid-round draft pick he could potentially be a third to fifth round guy and one of those games just so happen to be Against the LSU Tigers, where he had six tackles, including four solo stops, two pass breakups, and a 29 to nothing ball, 29 to nothing win for Alabama. But the biggest thing for him is going to be he's got to blow the scouts, the owners, the coaches, the general managers, the people commentating the game. Savion Smith has to blow everybody away. Because if we're judging him solely off tape, the young man's not ready. And the reason why the young man is not ready is this right here. When you look at the scouting report that opposing offenses got on Alabama's secondary prior to playing the Crimson Tide, it was, don't attack the freshman Patrick Sertan second. He's actually pretty good. He's actually not bad. He's actually a really, really formidable opponent. If you want to go after a weakness, If you want to get a big play, if you want to create something huge, you attack number four, you go solely, squarely after Savion Smith. And why? Because number one, at times, he is lazy in his technique. Nick Saban talked about it all throughout last season. When Savion is focused in his technique, he's fine. When he gets lazy, when he sits down, when he does not try, guys get on top of him, they barn him on the route. And the big play is wide open and available. So, lazing his technique. Number two, gets beat deep often. It happened quite a bit a season ago. Number three, Smith has a tendency to give away the inside route to wide receivers. Does not put his hands on them, does not reroute them, allows them to take the inside route, which in turn, has him getting burned on certain plays. And if not for Marquise Hollywood Brown being hurt for the Oklahoma Sooners in the Capital One Orange Bowl, Lincoln Riley would have lined up Hollywood Brown on Savion Smith and attacked that matchup all night long just due to the scouting report. If we're basing this solely on tape, Savion not ready. He's gonna have to go on this combine and show these scouts, I am better than the Tape. He ha- he's got to come in the top three to five for corners at his possession. In the 40 time, the vertical jump, the broad jump, the three cone drill, the 20 yard shuttle, the 60 yard shuttle, the gauntlet drills. He has to have scouts thinking, man, the Tape is iffy, but this guy on the field is legit. The Tape has me in shambles But after watching this guy on the field i'm starting to kind of have some second thoughts maybe he can provide something savion has got to be better than the tape because right now if you're judging him solely off tape i don't think the young man gets drafted but at number five the guy that has a lot to prove savion smith in terms of the combine moving on from five to four for yours truly in terms of the venue this week, players have a lot to prove for the Crimson Tide. I got inside linebacker Mac Wilson, 6'2", 239 pounds out of Montgomery, Alabama. The reason why Mac is on this list, he built himself up a lot prior to the 2018 season on him being a guy that was gonna take on that role of being a leader at inside linebacker calling the defense, getting everybody in line, making sure guys are where they need to be at and at the same time, you know, having that dominant play in his own right and like Savion Smith a decent year for Mac Wilson, but when you look at what Alabama fans have become accustomed to when you talk about the captain of your defense at inside linebacker Rolanda McClain Donta Hightower, C.J. Mosley, Reggie Raglan, Ruben Foster, Rashawn Evans, Sean Dion Hamilton, even with Rashawn Evans and Sean Dion getting hurt, both of those guys still played well. Rolando McClain first and foremost at 2009 season, led the team in tackles, led the team in tackles for loss among the team leaders in sacks, made sure guys knew where they had to be at. Stayed in that film room, Alabama in 2009, behind Rolanda McClain, won a national championship. Dante Hightower 2011, same deal. CJ Mosley 2012, same deal. Reggie Ragland 2015, same deal. Even down to Rashawn Evans, despite linebackers dropping like flies left and right in 2017, he still held everybody accountable. He still stayed in that film room in 2017 bama won a national championship if sean Deion hamilton could have stayed healthy the same was going to be the it was going to be the same fate for him because of how smart and intelligent he was Uh, just based on what those guys were able to do and you look at mac wilson's numbers this past season did not meet the expectation great kid Great young man, wish the best for him. But if we're taking this from what Bama fans were accustomed to at the plate inside linebacker, Mac Wilson just did not deliver in that regard. But in 2018, decent year, 71 tackles, fifth on the team, five tackles for loss, one sack, five pass breakups, seven quarterback hurries, two interceptions, has six career picks. The big thing for Mack and his Combine is the lateral quickness, definitely, because at times, NFL scouts kind of view him as being a bit slow, so having that lateral quickness. Number two, being able to quickly answer questions that are going to be thrown at him in terms of how do you go about watching film how do you go about studying film how do you go about making sure that your guys are in the right call on the field because at that linebacker position nfl scouts owners gms coaches they want their linebackers to be prepared in fact they want you so scared of being underprepared that they want you to almost halfway over prepare so for mac wilson you have Devin White, the Buckets Award winner out of LSU. Devin Bush out of Michigan at the Combine. He's going to have to show I am the best inside guy in this draft class. At times, the play on the field probably did not show it, but I'm showing you here at the Combine, but I'm the best for that job. Number four, Mac Wilson. Moving on down to number three in terms of players with a lot to prove for Alabama. Sticking on defense outside linebacker Christian Miller at 6'4", 240 pounds, the former five-star out of Columbia, South Carolina, and he was having a tear of a season before he got hurt. According to Pro Football Focus, a website that studies the analytics of both college and pro football, Christian Miller was listed as one of college football's most fierce edge rushers and... Went up against Oklahoma, Capital One Orange Bowl, had the hamstring deal, did not play in the national championship game. Game probably could have been a bit different if Miller were to have been out there. But Christian Miller, 11.5 tackles for loss, 8.5 sacks. 12 quarterback hurries was among team leaders in all three categories. Actually was tied for the team lead in quarterback hurries with twelve, put on healthy weight prior to last season to get that two hundred forty pound mark so he could be strong at the attack point and set in the edge to stop the run, but also having that speed to bend around, affect, and attack the passing game. For me, he's probably the one guy that could be potentially the guy that would prove or may prove the most of the five that have the most to prove the combine just seeing how christian miller's gonna have a lot of competition to face here you're going up against nick bosa you're competing against nick bosa of ohio state you're competing against Josh Allen, the Buckus, uh, the Bronco Nagurski award winner, excuse me, Josh Allen of Kentucky. You got Cleveland Farrell of Clemson. You have Montez Sweat of Mississippi State. You're competing against all these guys at that edge rush backer position. But Christian Miller, with his size, his ability, his motor, his skill set, the question with him can he stay healthy? Did battle some injuries quite a bit in his career. He can stay healthy, potentially has a chance at a long, productive pro career. But in this combine, if there is anybody on this list that has the best chance of really standing out, really sticking out, he would be the guy. Number three, Christian Miller with the most approved. As we head on down now to my number two guy with the most approved in terms of the NFL Combine, we go to the defensive line where we pick up Isaiah Bugs. Now, a lot of people felt like Bugs gave up down the stretch of the year, didn't play as hard against Oklahoma, took plays off against Clemson International Championship game. He did battle an injury. Late down the stretch, but in his two years with the Crimson Tide coming from the JUCO ranks, still prominent guy, still pivotal player. Finished the 2018 season with 51 total tackles, had 13 and a half tackles for loss, which was a big jump from what he had in 2017, which was four of those, had nine and a half sacks to lead the team, had six quarterback hurries, and two forced fumbles. The big thing with Isaiah Bugs, strength wise, good edge rusher, can bend very quick off the snap of the football. Pretty good two gap run stopper, can be explosive in getting through the center and the guard and dissecting where the play is going. Quick feet, as I mentioned, the third one, quick feet off the snap of the ball. And despite him not weighing in at the Senior Bowl at the same measurables he was listed at, at Alabama. That being at 6'5", 293 pounds. He was still named a practice player of the week for defensive lineman. Had a very productive, explosive performance in Mobile. And like Christian Miller, Isaiah Boggs has a lot of competition in this event. When you talk about he has to compete against former teammate at Alabama and Quentin Williams. You have Christian Wilkins and Dexter Lawrence, both of the Clemson Tigers you have Ed Oliver of the Houston Cougars Rashawn Gary of the Michigan Wolverines and Jeffrey Simmons of Mississippi State so big competition there for Isaiah Bugs. he's got to show that he's the best defensive lineman in this particular draft class for this combine or at least come within the top five so the big thing for him being able to have that motor show scouts he can explode off the ball get in between the bags, show strength, and pop in the bags, and be able to have that hand technique of ripping off offensive linemen, getting to the quarterback, and dissecting the play, Isaiah Bugs, number two, which leads me down to my number one player with the most to prove at the combine. Finally, flipping this over to offense, we have Damian Harris, at 5'11", 215 pounds, the former five-star from Kentucky. The 2018 season, pretty solid. 150 carries for Harris, 876 yards, nine touchdowns. He came so close, 124 yards shy of being the first back in school history to record three straight 1,000-yard seasons. Did did finish his career with 3,070 yards rushing, which was eighth all time. And despite the fact that down the stretch of last season, Josh Jacobs got the most carries, Jacobs was in a groove, NFL scouts were more so putting the microscope on him and being Alabama's most complete back, and rightfully so. Jacobs ran with power, Jacobs ran with purpose, Jacobs ran like he had a whole lot to prove, and at the same time, he fits today's, he he fits the modern day back, in terms of somebody that runs tough in between the tackles, Explosive in space catches the ball well as a receiver and can also do some things on special teams but in terms of Damian Harris he's got good size good speed did develop that burst in the latter part of his career in the open field pretty good in pass protection actually very much so underrated in pass protection and like Jacobs strong back coming out of the backfield catching the football and like Isaiah Boggs, like Christian Miller. The biggest thing for Damian Harris, he's got to separate himself because the running back position, there's a lot of competition there. And it's not just Josh Jacobs. You got Benny Snell of Kentucky. A lot of guys high on him. You got Devin Singletary of Florida Atlantic, Elijah Holyfield, Georgia, Miles Gaskin, Washington, Bryce Love, Stanford. This is a loaded class of running backs. And for Damian Harris, he's got to find a way to create a niche for himself and have all eyes on him. The good thing about this is, if you go back to the 2016 NFL draft, NFL combine for Alabama, and you look at Derrick Henry and Kenyon Drake, A lot of people were salivating over Derrick Henry. My God, he's 6'3", almost 300 pounds. He's 6'3", 250. How can a guy that big, that physical, that huge, that massive, be that fast with his feet, be that quick, getting in and out of the cuts, be able to control his balance and where he's going. People were just taking it all of Derrick Henry But you saw what Kenyon Drake was able to do and he goes out there, shows the speed, shows the burst, shows the quickness, and scouts are like, well, look at here. Derrick Henry's good, but this Kenyon Drake guy, if he is still on the board, by the time I'm coming around the pick, I'm picking up this Kenyon Drake guy because he found a way to captivate my attention. He found a way to show, yes, D. Henry is good, but Drizzy Drake over here, I can fly. I can catch the ball at the backfield. I'm good in pass protection. You put me on special teams, and I can do some things for you. So in terms of Damian Harris, he's got to show scouts. This is a thick, this is a deep running back class that has my former compadre and Josh Jacobs. But I was a five-star, too. I was a five-star, too, coming out of high school. I can do—I'm the— eighth rusher in Russia and tied history 3,070 yards I could do some things so Damian Harris the number one guy with something to prove in terms of Alabama players in the combine so run through this list right here my five players that have a lot to prove somewhat sleepers in terms of this week's event at number five we've got Savion Smith number four Mac Wilson Savion Smith cornerback Mac Wilson, inside linebacker. Number three, Christian Miller, outside linebacker. Number two, Isaiah Bugs, defensive end. And number one, Damian Harris at running back. As always, people, you can check out the Touchdown Alabama magazine app for all your daily needs in terms of Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information, very essence of the Alabama program. You can download that via the iPhone app store. If you're Team Apple, Google Play Store, if you're rocking Team Android, we're hitting you with practice recaps, game recaps, highlights, recruiting, all things encompassing the Crimson Tide. You can also check out the audio option via SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. You know the sites to check out the hottest show in the streets, in my own words. Upon our return, we dive into Dylan Moses and why I feel as though he is the lone reason why Alabama will not only get back to the college football playoff, but win the national championship. Don't go anywhere, folks. We dive into Dylan Moses on the other side of the break. It's in my own words.